Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ladies and gentlemen, we want you to stand and we want you to make some noise. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go racing here at Knoxville. Only the best. Go three of It is showtime at Williams Grove Speedway. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, here at Eldora Speedway, to sit back, relax, and enjoy, because ladies and gentlemen, it's showtime! Set to do battle for 30 laps, the green flag is waving. Hello again, it is Wing Nation presented by Sage Fruit. Talking sprint car racing, our favorite time of the week, and we are so glad that you have joined us. Steve Poston, Aaron Everham here. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Fantastic. Wow. Doing good. Yes. Fantastic. Oh, I'm I'm fantastic. Oh, I'm oh, I'm so fantastic. Wow. All right, there do tell. There may very well be sprint cars in my near future. Oh. Yes, very near future coming up this week. I'm not I I'm not I know I'm not going to um not not going to the high limits race tonight. Not that close. Uh, out at uh, out at Lincoln Park, um, but uh, Friday night I may head up to uh, Washington, West Virginia, and watch oh. Danny Smith race. Very cool. I'll t- we'll talk about that a little bit when we do that. So, uh, also this shirt. This is the McLean Motorsports shirt. Mm-hmm. I had shared with you my my downsizing yes. of of my body and all of these <laughs> new shirts. And this is one that I came up with. So, and I figure this is appropriate. Jake and Brandon McLean. Let me get yep. rid of that for a second. Jake and Brandon McLean. Okay, Brandon runs the 21, Jake runs the 67. Um, there are local 305 yeah. Carolina Sprint Tour teams. I'll never, Doug, their dad, Doug, is just the sweetest, kindest man on the planet. He's just so cool. Um, and I'll, and we went down to their shop back when we were doing the full-blown production TV thing. We took cameras and trucks and crews yeah. and everything down to their little shop in, in Hemby Bridge, North Carolina. And so we got really well acquainted with them, Ashley and I did and everything. And I'll never forget, we're at the Casey Kane uh flea market which is coming up again next week the case came flea market and doug they got these shirts just to give to friends they're not selling them yeah and doug and doug looks at me and he's just like kind of sad and he says apologize to ashley Uh, he says none of our friends don't have x's in their shirt sizes (laughs) (laughs) and it was like they're all big boys you know so but it's another shirt i don't have x's in their shirt sizes yeah he says we don't have any friends that don't have x's in our shirt sizes (laughs) you know and so they never ordered any like smaller mediums or anything else it's like uh, great great folks uh wearing it this week because um the carolina sprint tour continues to roll on and uh, Jake won twice this past weekend. Wow. So Jake's rolling. Travelers Rest and Harris. And they've got one more race. Jake is leading the points. Brianna Lawson, young lady racer. She's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's coming along well. And so Carolina Sprint Tour. So tip of the cap to the McLeans and the Carolina Sprint Tour. So and new wardrobe for downsized me. <laughs> love it. I love it. Absolutely. Um, good stuff for sure. Silly season. Ay, ay, ay. It just continues. Um, and I want to give a shout out to Jeremy Elliott. What a great job Jeremy is doing on covering all of this stuff. And I mean, and, and, and here's the thing. It's his job. You know, Jeremy Elliott left the newspaper to go do this kind of work. And it's his job. But boy, it's fun to watch. He, uh, he, he had good stuff with Anthony Macri and, um, and Anthony's dad, um, Nick Macri, last, yesterday about Anthony getting back in the family car. And then about an hour ago, uh, Lance DeWeese has landed a ride in the Shearer number 12 car, and he has good stuff from Barry and Brent Shearer and Lance about that. So kudos to Jeremy Ellis. So um, Macri's back in the 39. Yeah. Um, it runs tonight at the high limits with um, Justin, Sanders. Justin Sanders. And then Anthony will take over after that because yeah. they'd committed to Sanders. And if the car and everything gets back in time, they're going to run port on Friday night. If not, they will definitely be at Lincoln. Lincoln's got a big 20 grand to win yeah. race. Um, Lance is going to be in the 12 car at Port 
and this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like silly season. And from what it sounds like, Lance and the Shears are looking to put together about a 40-race calendar for next That's year. That's great. And, I'm uh, glad Lance yeah. has something. You know he's one of my faves. Yes. Well, he had, and he had said in the, and I don't want to steal the thunder from, you, you subscribe to Jeremy's stuff, but he had said in there, he and I think he told us a couple of weeks ago, he felt confident that there was things that apparently yeah. there was a couple different things working. So he felt confident. And and I and I and and you you kind of sort of knew that the Macri thing wasn't the answer. You know, yeah. if they're gonna race, they're gonna want to go a hundred times. Yeah. If Lance is gonna race, he's gonna gonna go forty times. Yeah. And it's not even close if you split it in the middle to what he's just yeah. looking to do. So you kind of knew that this was a short-term thing. So kudos to everybody up there. Uh, and you're you're sitting there and you're the Shearer Racing team, and all of a sudden you get Lance Deweese. Yeah. You know, I mean, and not only do you does he come with a ton of talent, but he's got a ton of knowledge. Knowledge, exactly. Yes. So I love it. I think that is really, really cool. I love to see that the Macri's back together. I haven't had a chance to read Jeremy's article, and I don't know any of the family details, but I personally love to see a family back together. You know, when we talked about that, and of course, you hear all the gossip. Yeah. Okay. And and we we never deal in that on Wing Nation. Is that's we don't live in that world. Um. But even when we talked about Anthony Macri is no longer in the Macri 39, it just felt, it didn't feel good. No. It didn't feel good because, you know, family is tough. Family is difficult. It's challenging. Family is challenging with family. Then you throw business into it and a competitive sprint car business into it. Um, it gets messy at times. And you always, it's like you'd say Anthony Macri's not in the 39 and you'd be like, ah, gosh, I just, so this was when, when Jeremy posted that yesterday, I was just really, really happy for, I'm happy for the Macri family. Yeah. You know, that they've, they've figured a way to move forward and, and happy for us sprint car fans. Cause he, Anthony was good in this car and no uh, in this car and this car was good and Lance was good in this car. But I'm telling you, before they split up, Anthony Macri in that 39M was, was just amazing. I mean, it was amazing. Yeah. And uh, it was just, it's good. It's so yeah. good. And you can only hope, again, not knowing anything, that lessons were learned and, and things will be better. Move forward. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. So kudos to everybody up there in central Pennsylvania for getting along. My God. <laughs> now, okay. So. Port Royal, the big weekend. Let's see, these are after racing product hot topics. Okay. Port Royal, Tuscarora 50, Nittany Showdown. Tuscarora 50 is an all star race. Um, Nittany Showdown is a world of outlaw race. Um, so it's the outlaws versus the posse. Well, neither versus one the of them won anything. Versus the all stars. Well, exactly. Um, Brownie, we're going to talk to Brownie later on the program today because Brownie picked up that crown jewel win, picked up the win in the Tuscora 50, $62,000. Old Brownie was just wheeling yeah, and dealing was. up there. Um, he is, I just, I love that Brian Brown won this race. I do too. There's just nobody on the planet that has the passion, the heritage, the history in this sport that Brian does and has been so close on so many crown jewel races yep. that he finally got. So we're going to talk to him. Okay. So then the World of Outlaws roll in here and we're like, World of Outlaws versus Posse. Woohoo! Yeah, screaming and hollering. Winner, the All-Stars. Both nights. Uh, Sunshine picked up the winner, second career outlaw win. This, this kind of shocked me. Um, Sunshine hadn't won. He'd only won one other World of Outlaw race before, and it was the King's Royal back in 2001. I, for some reason, I thought there were more in there. I, I did too. I mean, he's a ton of All-Star wins. Yes, but. he does. So Sunshine picks up the win on Friday night over David Gravel and J-Mac, James McFadden. Saturday night, Zeb Wise, career first. World of Outlaw, NOS Energy Drink Sprint Car win. His first top five yeah. with the World of Outlaws. And he got a win at Port Royal. Um, I just think this is awesome. Uh, Sunshine, one of his best friends, finished in the second spot. And Logan Short was third. Zeb Wise picks up the win. And we're going to talk to Zeb as well. We just talked to him two weeks ago. You know when you're getting called back to Wing Nation every couple of weeks, things are happening hot and heavy and fast. Mm -hmm. But when you win your first career World of Outlaw race, we want to talk to you yes. about it. Um, I just think that uh, Zeb and and... Zeb is just such a cool kid. I mean, it just he really, truly is. So fun stuff, that's for sure. Like this as well. There's a new sprint car series. And, and I know when I first said that, I'm like, oh, dear God, do we need another new series? Um, this is a new series designated for a small regional area that's, 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 that's 
a potentially a growing wing sprint car hotbed. It's a huge sprint car I'm not even sure potentially. I think it is a growing wing sprint car. Wing sprint cars in Indiana. We know that non-wing traditional sprint cars. Always been the. The king there. Yeah. But they put together this Maverick Sprint Car Series, and they had one race this weekend. We'll talk about that in a second. But their goal next year is like 10 or 12 races, primarily Lincoln Park and Bloomington. And I like this. Me I think too. this is great. I think I think when we look at it, I, I almost look at this like the like the Fast Series Fremont and Attica. Yeah, we can have Fast, or we can have or, or the Attica Fremont Championship Series. The Fast Series has grown out of that. I like when a couple tracks work together like that, and that's what it sounds like here. Yep. There might be another track or two, but I like that Attica and Fremont they work together. They have their deal, but drivers can go out and do the Fast Series. They can run All Stars. They can run the World of Outlaws when they come through here, and we'll see what happens. So they did kick it off with one race here at Lincoln Park. Forty nine cars wow. showed up, including a lot of non wing drivers who bolted Put the wings, wings on, on the top. top. I see Team has had a top ten finish. Yep, um, there was a bunch of them there. Um, winner was Cole Thomas. Bill Baylog was second. Brenham Crouch was third. But um, Maverick Sprint Car Series. Uh, I hope that works out well for everybody yeah. out there. I think I think a new series when you focus on a region like that, I think is 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 good. Yeah, because it, it, there it, isn't a, there, a, a a track or a yeah. series in that area no, that runs wing. No, I mean, going there twenty years ago with a wing team, they were like, you know, you were kind of the oddball. Yeah. It was yeah. all non-wing. Yeah, exactly. So um, it's cool. Yeah. Uh, good for them. So kudos to everybody there and Cole Thomas picking up the win there as well. Hefner Racing Products. They know sprint car racing. Therefore, they know what works best for your team. No other accessory can match quality performance and design. Top trailer builders use HRP trailer accessories to outfit their stock and custom built units. And they're always adding like new cordless tool charging stations that are sleek in design, hold two cordless drills, impacts or flashlights and battery chargers. They keep clutter from your workbench and the roster includes something for every racer, team, trailer and shop. So don't settle for anything less than Sprint Car Racing's number one accessories manufacturer. HRPRacing.com. That's www.HRPRacing.com. Use promo code MRN on that first order. They can give you a discount. So mm-hmm. they'll we'll hook you right up. That's for sure. Hey, stay with us. When we come back, we're going to the Sage Fruit Hotline. Zeb Wise joins us again here on Wing Nation. Perfection isn't easily achieved. It takes hard work, dedication, and perseverance. Through their commitment to excellence, Sage Fruit Company has been supplying customers with the best tree fruit in the Pacific Northwest for over three generations. They work hard on the farm, in the packing facilities, and with their retail partners to provide consistent, high-quality apples and pears all year long. Look for Sage Fruit at your local grocery. The National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum's newest exhibit will be our track tribute to Williams Grove Speedway inside the museum's main floor from April 3rd through October 2nd this year. You'll learn about the beginning of Williams Grove Speedway and the evolution of sprint car racing on the East Coast through eight of the iconic big cars and sprint cars that made up the history of Mechanic Birds Pennsylvania's Williams Grove Speedway. Plus, you'll see videos of historic national open sprint car races and other racing events that put Williams Grove on the map. That's the track tribute to Williams Grove Speedway, featured April 3rd through October 2nd at the only museum in the world solely dedicated to sprint car racing, the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum in Knoxville, Iowa. Welcome back. It is Wing Nation presented by Sage Fruit, and it seems like we're doing weekly visits with this guy now. <laughs> and that and, and 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 that's all right because A, we like chatting with him, and B, that means good things are happening to him. Joining us on the Sage Fruit Outline, the All-Star Circuit of Champions champion, and now a world of outlaw sprint car winner, Zeb Wise. Hello, Zeb. How are you? A lot better now, Steve. <laughs> I'm sure you are. The thrill of winning a World of Outlaw race, the pressure of getting it out of the way. Just kind of describe what life has been like after that big win on Saturday night. Oh, yeah. Uh, it, it, it's it been a monkey on my back for a while. Um, you know, you get to see, you know, sit at home and watch, you know, these kids in California, you know, Corey Day win their first Outlaw race and <sighs> – um, you know, it's just, you know, something I've been wanting to do for a while. And honestly, I haven't really been that close. Um, I've like, you know, they said in my interview, I hadn't even had a top five before that I had, I'd been, you know, I think my best finish was six, but 
yeah, just never really been in contention for one. Um, and yeah, it was just really cool. I've, I love going to Port Royal and always kind of struggled there. And then the last, last few times we've been there, we've actually been really good. And, um, I kind of felt like my first win there was close, but I definitely didn't expect it to be an outlaw show. So, um, yeah, really special night. Yeah, and certainly it wasn't just a World of Outlaw win. It was also you, you beat the posse and some of your fellow all-stars, so it was like the trifecta. Seb, I wanted to talk to you about the pass for the lead. Uh, you know, you ended up getting around Lance on the top of one and two, and you talked about it in your Victory Lane interview. But as I was watching the race, I thought about, you know, we've had Lance on the show a number of times, and he, he's very, you know, particular or very uh, smart about the way he drives. He talks about running that one lane down to kind of mess up the air of the person behind him. But I want to talk about how you finally got that run around him and got around the outside of him. Yeah, I I mean, obviously, uh, Lance isn't going to go run all the way up. I knew that when Mm -hmm. I was following him. But um, he was running, like, just high enough on entry to kind of take the air off of my wing on entry. And I was having a hard time getting into the corner and once you can't get into the corner, it's really hard to get off the corner. So um, he had kind of, I think I I had put some pressure on him maybe a few laps before and kind of showed my nose a little bit. And he had actually moved down just a, just a hair in one and two. And that gave me just enough room on entry to be able to get a good run off of two. And um, there wasn't much room over there. Uh, when I, when I got by him, I actually tagged the fence a little bit and kind of got all squirrely, but, um, I kind of figured that was, if I wanted to get by him, that was my best chance just because that was really the best run that I had gotten on him the whole race. So yeah, racing with Lance there is, uh, it's challenging, but it's awesome just because you know how good he is there and he's, so particular and, and calculated with how he runs that place that um, he know. I feel like he has eyes in the back of his head. He knows where <laughs> you're going to be and knows where you want to be the whole time. And uh, yeah, he makes it challenging for sure. But to be able to pass a guy like that there and um, build a race that hard with, you know, Lance is just, uh, it's really cool. And then to finish the race and look behind me and see Sunshine finish second, um, yeah, it was just a really cool ending. Yeah, I mean, that really was because you and Tyler are such good buddies, golfing buddies and racing buddies and everything else. And I think that's uh, I think that is so cool. What what have you learned? Um, and you've talked about how good you have become or how comfortable you've become at Port Royal. What are some of the what are some of the lessons that you've learned over the last couple of years running there with the all stars, even running there on some open races? Probably. What are some of the things that you've learned that have just given you the comfort at that racetrack? Um, yeah, I think, uh, just getting comfortable against the wall because no matter how much, you know, no matter what the track is like at some point throughout the night, you're going to be up against the wall, uh, whether it's in qualifying or in the feature. And I think just myself running there, you know, quite a few times, honestly, between the all-stars and handful of local shows, just got comfortable against the wall. And, uh, I feel like I'm able to run it pretty hard um now and and not feel like i'm gonna crash every lap so um i feel like that has helped a lot and then yeah just uh being more comfortable in dirty air there um i feel like i'm a a lot better at managing that where you know i kind of have an idea of where i need to be you know if i'm behind someone or you know i can get just my left board out behind them enough to where i can get some air on my wing and I think just, uh, yeah, everything really, uh, just racing there, seat times, everything. And, you know, being in the seat there and, you know, having to race, you know, with different track conditions. And I've been there when it's really heavy and I've been there like it was Saturday night when it's, you know, an ice skating rink. And, um, yeah, I, I love Port Royal. That's, uh, probably it would be a toss up between there and Kokomo, my favorite tracks for sure. Zeb, I remember when you first came on the scene and we're driving for Clawson Marshall. What has it been like to the, the progression of your career? It's been neat to watch from Marcy, but this year certainly seems like a breakout season. I think you what was it nine wins, an all-star championship, World of Outlaw win. What has it been like to, to have the success this year after all that you've been through to get here? Yeah, um, even Chase Rodman mentioned it. didn't seem like that long ago I was racing midgets. Um, <laughs> And it it is true. It seems like even for me, it doesn't seem like it was that long ago. And I was 
uh, running USAC midgets full time. So yeah, it's, uh, it's been crazy how, honestly, how quick it feels like it's gone to me. Um, this is only my fourth year running sprint cars. And, um, I mean, I, I felt like I always had that, like, I don't want to sound cocky, but I always felt like I, you know, could be really good if I just, I don't, I, I never knew, especially at the half miles. I'm like, man, I don't know if it's me or, you know, maybe I don't have that great of a car. Or maybe I'm just not that good at half miles. Like, I, don't, I honestly don't know. And that was hard for me to, you know, grasp and understand is, you know, this stuff's going to take time. I, I feel like in the midget stuff, I got a hold of it really quick. And the sprint car stuff, it's just, it's a lot harder to get a hold of. And, and those guys, you know, midgets, some guys do it for a living, but not most of them don't. And I feel like that was kind of a big difference for me when I got in sprint car racing is the competition level is way deeper. Um, it goes a lot further past than just the top 10 or the top 15. I mean, it's, it's not easy to make these shows in general. So, um, yeah, it's been a long journey. I, I talked about this at Eldora. I remember, you know, I think I've walked out of there and watch the feature on my phone more than I have been in the features at Eldora. So, um, it's, uh, it's, it's come a long ways and I've worked really hard to, you know, to get better at a lot of these places. And, um, it's cool to, you know, see it finally pay off and, uh, it's very rewarding to me. And, um, you know, that wasn't only my first outlaw win too. That was, I know that was my crew chief, Tyler Testmaker. That was his first outlaw win. Um, and it was only, you know, my, car owner Kevin Redeen. That was only his second outlaw win. So it was a really cool night. Wow. I didn't realize it was Kevin's second win only with the World of Outlaws. That is pretty special. That is pretty cool. Uh, how good are you? You know, you, you you jumped in this car midway through last year. Um, you know, how how good do you feel you guys are now stacking up against national competition? You obviously go win a World of Outlaw race. It's good. You're winning all-star races. But are there things you guys still need to work on to, to hone your craft? Or how good are you guys? Yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, I feel like we're a great car right now, but I, I feel like there's always things for me to work on. I feel like nine times out of 10, our car is really good. I just, I have places that I need to work on. Knoxville's probably my worst track. And I, I really don't know why I'm just, I struggle there a lot. And that's a place that I need to, you know, get a lot better at. And I think there's just uh there's just a handful of things I need to work on is, um, I, I can rewatch a race and find 10 things that I would have done differently. So yeah, it's just, uh, I think there's just a few, few little things that I need to clean up on my end, but, um, car wise, this has, uh, been an awesome season for, for that Tyler, Derek, Brandon, Balaam, they all work really hard and heck, even that Port Royal, um, we had to change a motor right after the heat race in between the heat race and the dash. And, um, it was it was hectic back there because they didn't have much time and they were rushing the show along pretty good. And, um, those guys worked their tails off and, uh, yeah, they've been phenomenal this year. I, I not trying to jinx anything right before tonight, we raced at Lincoln park, but, um, I can't remember the last time we had a DNF or something that went wrong with the race car or anything like that. So, um, yeah, it's been uh, it's been really fun. I do think we are, you know, a very competitive race car, even on the you know on the national level with the outlaws or whatever. Um, there's just some things I got to clean up on my end, and I uh, I think we'll be right there. Zeb, I know you've driven for a, a bunch of different car owners in your in your short career. What is it like driving for Kevin Rudine? He puts so much back into the sport. Uh, your equipment always looks top notch. What has this that relationship been like the last year and a half? If you have or haven't met Kevin, he is one of the most down to earth, you know, willing to help type of guys that there is. And, um, yeah, he's, he's awesome to drive for. He's great. He, you know, pretty much gives us, you know, every piece and part we need. Um, no questions asked and just lets us race and, you know, text us good job at the end of the night and we go on. And, uh, it's really cool. Cause he, he doesn't put any pressure on us. He doesn't want to do that at all. He just, uh, you know, he wants to see his race car and his guys succeed. And 
that's, you know, it's really special to have a guy like that who's willing to put all this money, time and effort into this deal and, you know, not put, you know, a ton of pressure on your back. And um, he definitely does not do that. He, he could not be more, um, what's the word I'm looking for? He could not be more, uh, I don't know the word I'm looking for. Yeah. Uh, encouraging um and and things like that he's just very uh pat you on the back and, and gets you going and he never gets you down that's for sure he he always picks you up and um yeah he's just very uh supportive and everything like that he's he's a great person good stuff man really good stuff good things happening to good people's up and yeah you got another race to go out in there try to win tonight for sure with the high limit series and then on throughout the season. Congratulations on the success. How about you go win a few more and we call you back in another <laughs> week or two? Would that be a deal? Yeah, that would be great. Actually, Kevin told me, uh, well, you won an all-star race. You won an outlaw race. The only one left is the high limit race. So why don't we go get that tonight? There you go. There we go. There we go. Well, that sounds good. Zeb, congratulations on the success. We've enjoyed watching you do what you do. You do it so well. But thanks for joining us here on Wing Nation. Yeah, thanks. Thank you, guys. There we go. Zeb Wise. Man, I'll tell you what. The sprint car future is in good hands with young men like Zeb Wise. Just a quality stand-up guy Mm -hmm. that can drive the tires off a sprint car. Man, is he good. Gosh, is he good. Uh, We need to step away because I am telling you, I I always think about the feel-good stories of the year. And I've already had like six or eight this year. But, (laughs) man, Brian Brown put a feel-good story out there on last Thursday night in the Tuscarora 50. We'll talk to Brownie next. Perfection isn't easily achieved. It takes hard work, dedication, and perseverance. Through their commitment to excellence, Sage Fruit Company has been supplying customers with the best tree fruit in the Pacific Northwest for over three generations. They work hard on the farm, in the packing facilities, and with their retail partners to provide consistent, high-quality apples and pears all year long. Look for Sage Fruit at your local grocery. The National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum's newest exhibit will be our track tribute to Williams Grove Speedway inside the museum's main floor from April 3rd through October 2nd this year. You'll learn about the beginning of Williams Grove Speedway and the evolution of sprint car racing on the East Coast through eight of the iconic big cars and sprint cars that made up the history of Mechanic Birds Pennsylvania's Williams Grove Speedway. Plus, you'll see videos of historic national open sprint car races and other racing events that put Williams Grove on the map. That's the track tribute to Williams Grove Speedway, featured April 3rd through October 2nd at the only museum in the world solely dedicated to sprint car racing, the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum in Knoxville, Iowa. There are certain people in this sport that have passion for it, and then there's certain people in the sport that have passion plus 10%, 25%, who knows, maybe it's another 100%. <laughs> And then below those two groups, or above those two groups, is Brian Brown. Nobody has more passion than Brownie for this sport. And last Thursday night, as that Tuscarora 50 is unfolding, and we see him park it on the front stretch up on the stage there at Port Royal, it was just literally chills. It really was. Mm -hmm. And he joins us now on the Sage Fruit Hotline. Brian Brown, Tuscarora 50 winner, gave us chills. I can't imagine what it did to you last Thursday night. Yeah, man, it was pretty special. Um, still kind of hard to believe, honestly. I mean, when you when you say that stuff, it, it just gave me chills just thinking about that. But yeah, it's uh, the Tuscarora Fifty is one of the ones that you know it's uh, that you circle on the calendar every year. That is a crown jewel. That you know that you know it's an event. It's not a race. It's an event, and um, one we would definitely like to put on a resume. And we were lucky enough last Thursday night to to be able to put it all together and uh, and get it done. And, Pretty special to think back that no matter what, they can never take that one away. For sure. Brian, congratulations. I wanted to ask you about that that restart when you got around Chase. You knew you were in second. There weren't a lot of laps to go. What What was your thought process, and how did you – I think you said after the race that you were you were trying to make a plan in your head. Talk about how, how you – or walk us through those steps. Yeah, you know, um, when the race started, you know, I'll kind of go from the beginning. When the race started, it, it, in my opinion, it was just like another race. I felt like that we, you know, just got going, and it was a 50-lapper. So uh, mm-hmm. kind of got in the third there and just kind of um, kind of rode there behind behind Brent and um, and Chase. And, you know, felt like at the break there, we didn't – me and Chad didn't make too many changes, a few minor changes to make us a little bit better. And, um 
you know, when we took back off, uh, Brent Brent got the lead again. Chase was in second. I was in third. I, I ran right with him. I felt like, gosh, it's, I'm, I'll have a chance here when we get to traffic. And then Brent got, Brent had a little issue in traffic. And um, by that point, um, Chase or I had got passed by Buddy. And, um, you know, uh, me and Buddy raced there. And then with seven to go, um, uh, Buddy had an issue and put me in second. And I think that's really when I realized riding around there, for six or you know, five or six laps, however many laps we rode around there, I uh, think you know, hey, you know, here's a crown jewel with a grand, a golden opportunity right in my right in my hands. Um, you know, how what am I going to do here to try to make sure that you know we leave here, you know, the winner, not second or third place? Because I think Kyle was in third at that time. So um, I hadn't been getting as good a restarts as I would like, and I just really thought about you know what can I do to get off of turn four, maybe better than Chase, and get down the front stretch, and then. Getting getting to one and two and, and try to make something happen and, and make him make him have to think about what he wants to do off the of turn two and um, I was able to get across there get down the front stretch really really good and get across there and we got over to turn two and I gave him just enough room for him to either try to go around the outside or or, or lift and he tried to go around the outside and um, I was able to come out the other side the leader and then at that point. You just run like you're running from the cops, you know, you just, because obviously <laughs> the sheriff, the guy, the guy coming behind you, you know, is obviously Larson and, and Chase. Obviously, obviously, was he still trying to to come back? And it was a long seven laps. I can promise you that. And, <laughs> and then coming, then coming to the white flag in the turn one, um, we started running out of fuel. So um, yeah, that was just thought to myself, oh, no, just don't do this to me at this point. And um, luckily, made it all the way around there and, and got to victory lane. But, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was a special race. Like I said, it's uh, lots of things. I don't think we were the fastest car for all 50 laps, but we were the fastest car on the 50th lap. And I think that's what was the most important thing. And, but I didn't feel like we were the slowest car anywhere. I think we were, we were right in the hunt to win it, even if those guys wouldn't have fallen out. But when you go to the bank on Monday, they don't care who fall out, who what happened. They just want to know how much you want to deposit or take put sixty two thousand in yesterday. That was that was pretty special to do that. No doubt about mm-hmm. it, Brian. The the you've had so much success. You've won so many times in so many places in World of Outlaw events and All Stars and Knoxville big races, three sixty nationals and everything. Getting that first crown jewel is there? A, is there a sense of is there a sense of relief? I'm sure there's a sense of we'll get a second one, yes. But is there is there a sense of relief that one of these is is now yours? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you you want to you want to win every single night, but you want to win, you know, the elite, the big races, the crown jewels, so to speak. And I think this one, you know, um, this one would probably be the biggest win of my career. Um, not just because of the money. Um, you know, the Knoxville National Prelim Nights were big. The 360 Nationals were big. But I feel like this one here is, is big in my in my heart because where it was at. Um, that's in their territory. That's, that's you know, 16 hours from home where those guys have a lot of laps. We're 55 very good race cars with outlaws there that night. Um, yeah. So, in, in my opinion, it's the biggest race of my career. Um, just Just drives you. To get up and, and want to work harder to try to get to that to, to win the next crown jewel that's on the schedule. But yeah, it's a uh, we we get so we race we we if we win we load up and go to the car wash and we don't enjoy it. And um, I told those guys after we won Seelings Grove or a few weeks ago, I said we're going to start enjoying these wins a little bit more, and you know we're going to have a few beers and, and and just enjoy it. And we really enjoyed that one on on Thursday night. Um, you know, just with my guys and I'm um, just so proud of those, you know, Chad Morgan, Justin Lauer, my dad, Robert, I ordered all three of them a duplicate trophy um, just because I wanted them. They all looked at the trophy and thought, gosh, I'd like to have that. And and I thought to myself, gosh, I'd like you guys to have that. And we ordered three of those and they're going to be at, at their house for the rest of their life. So they can remember uh, such a cool win, such a cool event and um, just a uh, awesome experience. You shared with us, Brian, about you and Chad going your separate ways 
and coming to find out you two were better together than you were apart and coming back together. This seems to me like so appropriate that Chad gets back calling the shots. You guys run through the season and you finally both get that exclamation point together. This has to be really special for you guys to do this together. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, Chad was here day one when Brian Brown racing started and, and, uh, and I, in my dreams, I hope he's there with the date, the last day we shut the doors and, and, uh, he deserves these wins just as much as I do. He's put a lot of blood, sweat and tears into this program. And it says Brian Brown racing on the door here, but I feel like it's, it's a 1000% team effort between him and him and, um, my dad and, and, and Justin and all, everybody that that's a part of this, um, going to Pennsylvania for a month is not cheap. It's, you know, it's a, fifteen twenty thousand dollar trip probably in that neck of the woods with hotels and, and tires and things like that and um you know it, it was important for us to try to try to win a big race out there and it's important for us to to thank our partners casey's fep andy's frozen custard impact signs locally Fultz excavating that helps us get there and be able to go out there and, and race for crown jewels like that and a special to win one in charlie garrett's neck of the woods too we won ceilings grove and um, to be able to win the Tuscarora 50 for him also uh, was special. So, uh, like I said, it's uh, it's exciting. You know, um, I said earlier it hasn't really sank in yet, but um, I'm sure it will. And, and I'm sure next year when we go back there and our name's on the T-shirt and on, on, the, on the trophy there, well, that'll, that'll even make it even more special for us. Brian, what was the what were the fans' reactions, uh, the the posse fans' reactions when you won? I thought it was so neat when you decided a few years back that you were going to go in the fall and and spend some time in Pennsylvania and run the big races. It seems like they kind of have adopted you a little bit. What what was it like after the race? Yeah, absolutely. I I, I really felt like they thought I was. I they consider me one of them, and you know, um, it's it's crazy with the PA people. They they love the PA posse. They hate the outlaws, but they love any any privateer team or entrepreneur team that comes on their own will, such as me or Rico or or Kyle. I mean, they they love us and and they love us. I think because we show the same as as Postman said, the same passion for the sport, and we choose to come across the country to race with them. And um, they, you know, I've never never had one of them say a bad word to us, and they they really. They really support us, you know, at the merch trailer there and um, our online sales about seven or eight out of every order we do goes to Pennsylvania. It's, I mean, it's just crazy to think of the support we have from from back there. And um, they always say, you know, when you know they said on on Thursday night, well, we wanted our locals to win it. But if our locals didn't win it, we wanted it to be you. And um, that I mean, that's special for for them to say that. And. Like I said, going out there for the last four or five years and committing every September to that area, we do it because we want to be there. We that's we could stay home and, and take up some, some local races, but we want to go there. We're the best of the best race where they race for great money every single weekend, and um, it paid off uh, last Thursday night. Took some money out of there, that's for sure. What's the balance of the year look like now, Brian? Are you you're, I think you're back in the Midwest now. you got some outlaw race or an outlaw race. What's the balance of the year look like? Yeah, so we'll do uh, <clears throat> we'll do Lakeside on Saturday, and then we'll um, we'll probably just do World Finals here to, to end the year. So uh, it's been a great year, and we're looking to, looking to have a um, it's a, a special to get another one here this weekend in Kansas City if we can uh, at Lakeside. We were able to win there a few years ago, and um, this is this will be in front of all of our home crowd and and all of our family that doesn't get to see us too often. Um, but the outlaws won't make it won't make it easy on us. We'll have to go there and earn it and qualify good. Um, hopefully, have a good run there. And then, like I said, uh, love being a part of the World Finals. Um, it's a long ways from home, but it's it's just a place that uh, we enjoy going to. And um, every once in a while, I even get to see Kate there. So that's that's always a good good to see her also. You bet. Yeah, You'll see her this year. That's, that's right. That's the plan. Absolutely. Gotta, might need a new shirt, though, because, you know, she's growing like six inches every month right now. So. Wow. <laughs> she, she's a, we might see her in the Kentucky Derby one day. She's, she's, she's a horse girl. She is. She certainly is. But she's still a big Brian Brown fan. There we go. 
there that's we go. awesome that's awesome really really cool final question for you how's uh how are the chiefs looking i mean i see the stats i oh, see the numbers taylor swift yes taylor oh. you got taylor swift out there we got brian <laughs> or is brian brown gonna go really, to the game get, and are we gonna get wait, all that attention on, as well steve, wait uh, brian steve we don't want to talk about the Chiefs. okay yo there's cincinnati bengals talk about the chiefs cincinnati bengals craig has just interrupted our conversation <laughs> here brian so uh yeah man you got a lot no, going on I, out there yeah, I'm I'm more of a Carrie Underwood guy myself, so I, I don't I'm not much Taylor Swift, but uh, if uh, that makes Travis Kelsey play a little better on Sundays, we'll we'll take any advantage we can get. But no, they they obviously they're the bar I feel like in in the NFL right now. Whether you know from top to bottom how they run the organization to, to what they produce on the field, and it's just uh, awesome time to be a Chiefs fan. And uh, anytime we can we can stomp on Joe Burrow. We'll do it oh, chance oh, to do. Wow! <laughs> Brownie from downtown, bang! Yeah, That's all right. Three, we're three and one against the, uh, you yeah. know, Mahomes since Burrow. Wow, so we're good. Yeah, man. Yeah, oh, we, man. who who day we day is the one who wow! Brownie just throwing hey, haymakers you, you from see, the Midwest. Uh, did you guys see? Uh, me and Jr. Bet had Jr. Todd had a friendly bet. Did you see? Uh, he had the uh, the Chiefs logo on his car here a few weeks ago uh, because of a lost bet against. Uh, uh, he's a Cincinnati fan. Yeah, I know. When we I, beat I, him I, in the play, when we beat him in the playoffs, he had he he was rocking a Kansas City Chiefs logo on that BHL. See that, and uh, you know it's all good. I was I was I was at uh, Paul Brown. When, I'm uh, not so sure. I'm not so sure he had it front and center, though. I think he almost had it somewhere in the cockpit where maybe only he could see if he reached around and looked look behind him or something like that. Going to have to work on that well, positioning best on place it, for it. Best That's place it. Going to have to work on the positioning on it. So cool. And you talk about the organization, Ron, from uh, the best from top to bottom. We in Carolina, we see what the other end of that spectrum looks like. Yeah, aye, yeah. Aye, and aye. being a Patriots fan, we've well, gone from the... Uh, yeah, and Aaron's a Patriots fan. We are so. the bottom of the barrel now. Brian, we're envious. We really are. We're envious <laughs> on a lot I'll of fronts. You guys what, I, if you guys want, I can ask. There are, I think there are three more seats left on the bandwagon. If you guys would like to come on, I, I, I know some people yeah. that probably can get that done if you guys would want to join. I, I am, I have, I'm nope. signed up, Brownie. There's... there's there's three or four seats yeah. left. There's two or three seats left because Postman's on the bandwagon. That's it. I'm on with you. I'm there. What about you, Aaron? You want to hop on too? You I, might as well I, that's active. hard. That's Patriots hard. Patriots are going nowhere. Yeah, the Patriots are going nowhere right now. It's brutal. I actually don't <laughs> even watch anymore. I went time. from like the biggest fan to not a fan. Um, I'm not sure I can jump on the bandwagon because like you, I'm not a huge Swifty. And I don't know. It's just hey, hard. It's hard. I, well, when you when you when you say you're you used to watch and you used to love it, now you don't. That's called a fair weather fan. Aaron. Wow. Well, see, I don't fair. know if it's fair weather if I went for like twenty years. Like I was on the okay. full, All right. and I well, yeah, I did <laughs> I did jump to the Buccaneers with Tom too. So yeah, I'm a fair weather fan. I'm a Brady fan. That's, that's right. what it is. Brady yep. fan. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I'm a Carolina right, Panthers well, you, fan. No, I'm not. I'm a I'm a I'm a Chiefs fan because I'm on painful. the bus. Like, I'm on the bus. Yeah, because yeah. Carolina. This awful. is this is just this is just put us out of our misery. Can we end the season now? I say that like every year with the Panthers. <laughs> oh my gosh, brutal, <laughs> Brownie. So happy for yeah. you. I know what it means. I I don't know what it means. Yeah, I have a hunch what it means to you, and I respect you so much and what you do and your passion for the sport. Congratulations on that Tuscarora 50 win. Thank you guys very much. Thanks for having me. And uh, hopefully if we can do something good the rest of the year, I can come back on and, and talk about that also. But just want to thank you guys for what you do for, for the sport all the time. And uh, you're a huge part of it and love being on your show. Thanks, Brownie. Thank you. There we go. Brownie Brown. Hey, you guys, take Brownie. Care. Brian Brown joining us on my fellow Kansas City Chiefs fan, <laughs> Brian Brown, the guy that got me ticket on the, a ticket on the bus. You know what? No, you're. You, you, I'm sorry, Steve. You, you don't just no. Yes, no, I no, do, Craiger. No, yes, I do. No. You, what, you what are, you are, a, you, you are a kind, Kansas compassionate. City. Okay, pump the brakes, Craiger. Well, no, you are a kind, brakes. compassionate Ooh, man. To hurt y'all are You are a kind, compassionate man. You would never sentence to anybody to be a fan of the Carolina Panthers for the rest of their lives, would you? No, no. Exactly. Okay. Boom. I have my answer. But, you know what? I mean, I'm with you almost every day, whether I'm here or whether it's with NASCAR. <laughs> you should be a Bengals fan. No, oh, no, no. Well, see, I've never been offered a seat on the bus. Oh. See, Brownie offers me a seat on the bus. I'm going. I don't want a bus to leave town here now. I'm we on have, Chiefs all the way. Me and we have Big gone Red. off the rails. I'm the, going to eat cheeseburgers with Andy Reid. How about that? The bus is off the rails. The, well, there's a lot of things off the rails. Cheeseburgers here. with Andy Reid. Cheeseburgers Wobble, with Andy Reid, baby. Uh. That's my man right there. 
That's my man. Him and Brian Brown. Cheeseburgers with Brian. We're going to eat barbecue out in Kansas City. Yeah. Wait, Brownie, Big Red, and me. We're going to eat it. We're, we're the, the big three. That's oh, it. Exactly. Stay with us. More Wing Nation. We'll get it back on the rails when we come back. Perfection isn't easily achieved. It takes hard work, dedication, and perseverance. Through their commitment to excellence, Sage Fruit Company has been supplying customers with the best tree fruit in the Pacific Northwest for over three generations. It's all good. They work hard on the farm, in the packing facilities, and with their retail partners to provide consistent, high-quality apples and pears all year long. Look for Sage Fruit at your local grocery. Woo! Man, I'll (laughs) tell you what. Brownie's got Erin all hacked off because she's a bandwagon fan. Craiger didn't know what to say. Taylor Swift got burned out of that one. Brian Brown came in throwing fire this time. He did. Holy cow. And I'm on the bandwagon. So I, Brownie and I leave this conversation perfectly happy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, God. What fun. Oh, my gosh. I love it. I absolutely love it. Great, great I, I just stuff. texted Brian Hooday. I just had to. <laughs> did you? One yeah. last. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that is awesome. Gosh, I'll tell you what. Uh, uh, love, love that we can banter and have fun with our guys like that. It just is really, really cool. And. Yeah, it'd be nice to be a fan of a team that once in a while gave you something to cheer about. Um, the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum, you can always cheer about what's going on there. We always do the birthday calendar. Bruce Brom Sr., Pat O'Connor, Keith Hall, Don Kreitz Jr. birthday yesterday, Spider Webb, Don Martin, uh, Wally Meskowitz, Tom Cherry, Chris Economaki would have a birthday coming up later on this year. And today is the birthday of one Emmett Hahn, 2007 inductee into the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame. We kind of know the promotional chops of Mm -hmm. Emmett, but he was a racer as well. 1962, he started running hobby stocks. 1966, he jumped up to Super Modifieds, which was the forerunner to sprint cars. 28 NCRA wins, five track championships at the Tulsa Fairground Speedway, and a three-time Hutchinson's Nationals champion. Vision problems in 1982 caused him to retire as a driver, but Emmett was not done. In fact, Emmett might have just been beginning. Getting started. Back at that point. Um, He promoted Port City Raceway, Thursday night racing, and he promoted it. Thursday night racing can work, Mm -hmm. and it did. He built 66 Speedway, which is Creek County Speedway in Sepulpa, Oklahoma, (laughs) one of my favorite towns. 1990, well, okay, we'll go, 1987, he'd been promoting Midget races for his Port City guys, or micro races for his Port City guys, was called the Tulsa Shootout. Him and Lanny Edwards said, we should have a midget show, 1987. It was a two-day show with 52 cars. It's called the Chili Bowl now, mm. and it is more than two days, and it is slightly more than 52 cars. <laughs> yeah. In 1992, Emmett decided we needed a spec cylinder head 360 series. And about eight zillion racers later, the American Sprint Car Series that was born then continues on. A year or so ago, Terry, I uh, sold it to Terry Maddox, and Terry seems to be getting his footing with it really, mm-hmm. really well. I think there's some good stuff for ASCS. Emmett Hahn, forever enshrined and a Hall of Famer, no doubt about it, the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum in Knoxville, Iowa. Uh, tonight, High Limit Sprint Car Series season finale, Lincoln Park. It's on flow. Kyle Larson by 15 points over Rico mm. Abreu. So it's yeah. going to be fun. Absolutely. Fun and Central Pennsylvania, the month of money continues. Lincoln Speedway, 20000 to win the 20th annual Weldon Sterner Memorial. Weldon was the co-owner of Lincoln. I, You know, and I, I think I shared with this a couple weeks ago with you, like we have all these memorials and everything yeah. like that. And I'm like, oh, I won the Sterner Memorial. It's like, I'm sorry. And, and again, yeah. I'm kind of the newbie here. Weldon was the co-owner of Lincoln Speedway from 1989 to 93. Mm-hmm. Big sponsor of Van May as well. Yep. And he's an inductee into the York County Racing Hall of Fame. Yep. And then the World of Outlaws, like we mentioned with Brian Brown this weekend, they're in the, back in the Midwest at 81 Speedway in Kansas Friday night and Lakeside Speedway in Kansas City on Saturday. Lernerville has the Steel City Stampede. And I absolutely love this one because right now the plans are to head that way. I'm actually doing um, on the asphalt side, I'm doing the Winchester 400 this weekend. Okay. One of those iconic yep. super late model races. I'm going to check that off the bucket list. But between Indy, I was going to fly up and do it. And oh, flights were just a disaster. And so I'm like, well, I'll just drive. And then I start calculating your calculating map. Calculating around. 
Friday night, the Ohio Valley Sprint Car Association will be racing at Ohio Valley Speedway in Washington, West by God, Virginia, hometown of Crow, home state of Craig Moore, by the way. Yeah, Washington, not West my home state. I lived there for a while. Okay, well, there you go. Exactly. But you like... Um, I do love West Virginia. Yes, West Virginia is good stuff. Season finale and the point leader, some upstart, some kid by the name of Danny Smith, by 60 points over Brian Knuckles. Um, I think I might head there on Friday night. It's looking really good to get up there. And uh, I need some sprint cars. I haven't had many sprint cars this season. And uh, it'd be fun to go up and see it. I've always kind of followed along with the Ohio Valley Sprint Car Association. It'd be good to actually get to one of their races. So uh, they're racing up at uh, Ohio Valley Speedway in Washington, West Virginia on Friday night. So still some sprint car races out. Uh, Port Royal's running on Friday night. Mm -hmm. Um, It's going to be big. So um, good fun. So get out to those sprint car races when they're going on. Need to get out and support those sprint car races. So um, we had, uh, we've already recorded it. We had J-Mac, James McFadden on our television program. Okay. I'm not going to spoil the thunder, Aaron. Not going to spoil the thunder. He arguably told us the grossest thing in the history of Wing Nation. Oh, gosh. Yeah, don't go any further. We got to watch. You got to watch. It's on Rev TV, 8.30 Wednesday night. I want to know. This, this, it is, it is one of those things that he started down the path and it was watching, literally the conversation, you're watching, you're rubbernecking to a wreck. You don't want to, and yet, you, you do, the conversation do. goes, and you know you know in advance where this thing is going. Oh boy! And yet, and it's like so. Yes, you do want to watch. How and and Ashley managed this. <laughs> Ashley was dying in this. <laughs> I was. We were all. Uh, uh, J Mac was dying in this. J <laughs> J Mac acknowledged. J Mac was not speaking of this with pride and what it is. He's speaking of this. You ain't gonna believe this. Gotcha. So uh, Wednesday night on Rev, Friday afternoon on Mav. Uh, you could check that out, James McFadden. Beyond that, a wonderful conversation. Um, really, really good stuff with the Toyota engine. Mm. Oh, he like like literally like okay. I had like we hit it right at the end of the first segment. I had like seventeen questions. Aaron, you would have had like thirty-seven questions. <laughs> um, really good stuff with the Toyota engines. Love Thanks. James McFadden. It's cool stuff. So that's where he's at. Wing Nation gear available at shopwingnation.com, shopwingnation.com, or you can get it wherever Justin Peck is racing his race car. So there you have it. We are... Real real quick, Steve. Yes, Gregor. Um, So I'll throw in like a couple cheese conies for the, you know, Bengals. Bandwagon? Oh, cheese conies. I'll I'll have to text Brian and see what he's adding to this. You know I mean? It could be a bidding war, a food bidding war. Food bidding war. I might get in on this now. Food bidding war. Oh, Aaron (laughs) wants to get in now. Yeah, there's food involved. Uh, Craig, by the way, uh, there may be some taunting from a uh, chili place, a chili place this weekend coming your way. Don't do it. I'm. Oh, I you. Do I'll do it. You know I'll do and that. Remember, whenever I, you, you're going up that way, I what do I always tell you to stop? Tudor biscuits. Tudor Tudor's biscuit world. I'm, I'm going to try that. I'm going to see if I can hit one of those on the way too. There's one in Princeton when you when you go. Well, into I'm the going state. a different way, but I think okay. I might go up there because I'm going to a dirt late model race in Brasstown, North Carolina on Thursday night. Staying out there, then going up to Washington, West Virginia. But Tudor's is on my list, also, Craig. Yes. I, I know you've told me that before, and uh, Tudor's is on my list as well. Aaron's rated just like, okay, are we I'm done? I'm like, all right, we've gone off the rails like 17 times. This is off the rails, uh, wing, wing Nation off the rails. Maybe that should be a separate show that we do. Oh, it could be. Uh, it could be a weekly thing. Um, <laughs> it fun, is a weekly thing. It is a fun thing, yes. Fun <laughs> stuff for sure. Hey, she's Aaron Evernham. I'm Steve Post. He's Craig Moore. Appreciate Craig <laughs> jumping in with us. I really do. Craig does such a great job behind the scenes, and then we have so much fun with this thing, as you can tell. Uh, we appreciate... Zeb Wise, Brian Brown, and more importantly, we appreciate you joining us here this time on Wing Nation. The NASCAR season is here and Toyota Racing is looking for clashers. Did you clash at the Coliseum with your favorite Toyota drivers? Clashing with the HOA who won't let you carve bell number 20 into your lawn. Or maybe your Tyler Reddick shirt clashed with your pants while meeting the in-laws. If you're a clasher, then we want you. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc.